Once I heard the name Klosu, it appeared to me that he is just another cop in a tiny village away from Paris. I think he was actually the idiot of the village. Hello and welcome to episode oh, 455 of Under the Cull of MS. This will be a comics and M- MS episode, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That was a quote from Pink Panther. I'm not sure. I'm guessing from the Pink Panther movie. And not not the cartoon series, (laughs) since that saying's a little bit more growing up. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be talking about some Pink Panther stuff today and some other stuff. we got a variety of comics to go through. I'm finally getting through some of my stacks, getting them narrowed down. But, yeah, speaking of cops. <laughs> we all know the kids in the high school and grade school that, we're kind of irritated, irritants, jackasses, uh, bullies, and uh, just just the kids that didn't belong in any authoritative position, and those were the ones that became police officers. And it's like we live in a village. Our town is so small you can't even call it a town. It's a village. And I can say in my 50-some years here, I've seen maybe two officers that deserve to wear a badge. But the rest, I knew knew most of them and... the older days to my younger days and they definitely did not belong putting a badge on uh they overstepped their authority hell i know one that pulled over a friend and made her cry just for something stupid (laughs) she wasn't speeding wasn't causing harm to anybody anything and the jackass just belittled her and made her cry right there on the main drag. <laughs> it's like, really? Uh, you're that much of a piece of crap that you gotta fucking make sure you bully someone every day. It's like my postal worker. I picked up a package today and he, I think he cringes when I say thanks and just... He made a comment as I left the door. I don't know if he was commenting about me or not. But I wasn't paying too much attention to it because I'm not even going to get into it with him. I'm sick and tired of him being an angry little jackass asshat sitting there and pissed off at me because he's got to do his job that he chose to take. It's like, you picked your job, deal with it. But then I leave the post office today. And I see the cop coming towards me down the other way. 
down the street coming up to a stop sign and he got to the stop sign first and then i rolled up there a little bit later he had his blinker on to go left i'm like waiting for him to go and he's not moving so i'm like okay i guess i gotta go and i just made a little tilt with my hand like i guess it's my turn because you're not moving and he turned his blinker off so i went ahead and pulled across and as i got next to him he made some comment out the window and i'm like what what did you just say and i hit i stopped and he just went on his merry way made some jackass comment and I just don't understand. I'm so sick of people getting to the stop sign. It's like you got there before me. Hey, did you go to fucking traffic school? The first person to stop at the stoplight gets to go. Don't wave me on the fucking go. It's not doing me. It's not making my day to give me that extra two-second boost to go before you. It's like, just fucking drive. Do your damn duty, then... Or give up your driver's license if you don't know the freaking rules. For, uh, it just pisses me off when people do that. It's like, get your head out of your ass. It's like, and because you're a cop, you got to sit there and wait till I go. So I'm breaking a law and you could arrest me because I went before you or something. I don't understand. It's just, it's so freaking stupid. Act like you're an authoritative figure and do stuff the way it's supposed to be done. Don't sit there and treat people like shit and make comments where they can't hear what the hell you're saying. And just, uh, I don't know. That just really pissed me off today. Just irritated me. It's like it pisses me off enough that you got these cops during the day patrolling the towns. And then at night, after four or five o'clock, when you need them, when there's shit happening, people are coming home from work, they're getting drunk, there's arguments, there's people trashing shit on the streets, there's kids doing stuff late at night causing problems. Then you gotta wait an hour because you gotta call a state trooper or a county cop and they gotta come from half hour, hour away to come to your town and take care of things because your cops at home sleeping or doing what, who knows what. It's like, what kind of things are happening during the day? I mean, granted, a friend of ours got a person backed out of their driveway and ran her, I think she's like 84, 85, something like that. Year old that just every day would take her a little walk and some idiot just backs out of their driveway not paying attention slammed into her and now I don't know I don't think she's doing too well because we were surprised she pulled out of the first round and now I guess they're moving her to a new hospital and that could be a bad sign I don't know not sure what's happening with that but yeah that's a and just don't understand why we have cops patrolling. What? There's a high schooler smoking a cigarette. Take him down! <laughs> uh, let's get to some comics. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to 
start us off with a bitch session, but damn it. I just, I wish I would have heard what the hell the cop said, or at least I wish he would have turned around and followed me and told me what he said. And it's like, don't sit there and say something to someone as you're pulling away from them. I mean, and it's like, I don't want to get pulled over by him because if I step out of my car to go see what he was talking about, he'll probably shoot me 10 times because that's the whole new thing now. It's like someone does something, shoot him 10 to 20 to 30 times. And if they live, well, then I'll kneel on his throat and kick him, beat him. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Starting out. Oh, what the heck? Looks like someone ran my cover. It's got some weird, two weird fingerprints there, like permanent prints. Must <laughs> got printed in there when they printed the ink or something because they are in the color of the cover. They're not sitting on the cover. So. Huh. That sucks. Oh, well. That's what I get. I always get the crappy. <laughs> if there's anything wrong with... You print out 500 comics and there's anything wrong with one or two of them, I'm going to end up with that comic. Oh, here... Yeah, there's three. There's a giant fingerprint. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Count Crowley. Amateur Midnight Monster Hunter, number three of four, doomed to die. Now we got our Count Crowley character. She's uh, dealing with her AA program and everything around her. And she's working with the old man trying to find out what some... Old literature that she picked up out of someone's house. Uh, what what all the sayings mean and what they're talking about. And we go back into like the Hitler era days of I think they're playing on the old day when Hitler would try to play with the paranormal and all that stuff. Try and make monsters. Learn about all that spell casting and anything that he, he could get his hands on. That's what they're playing with in here. And uh, it's like this was probably one of the slower issues. I'm I'm reading this and I'm like. I don't remember the first two issues now. It's not pulling me back into the storyline. It's been too long since I read the second one. So this one just plays too much with the AA basis and all that stuff that's going on. The best part of this comic, comic was probably her cat. <laughs> just watching what the cat was doing. But yeah, it's like by looking at this cover, I thought there was going to be lots of action. 
lots of old world World War Two action and stuff going on. Uh, characters related to that, but no, not really. This one focused mainly, and there was some fighting and some stuff that goes on in here, but uh, focused mostly on that. And her dealing with trying to get her life organized and all that stuff. It's alright. I like the character and everything, but that that issue didn't really pull me in much. But now the next one we're going to talk about was a big change up. This is Do a Power Bomb number two. I know I was all pissy with the first issue just because I I don't I don't like seeing girls and guys have to fight against each other. I mean, if there's a a stunt layout or a, a wrestling uh, storyline based on it, and they'll sit there and sometimes do where it's a guy and a girl team up against an another guy wrestler and then like their manager and then the manager fights the girl more and stuff like that that's fine those little goofy storylines when they did those back in the days of wrestling but uh when they're the first issue just felt more serious with the wrestling things and she she was getting beat beaten around pretty pretty badly and uh it just rubbed me the wrong way a little bit just because I don't like all the things that are happening right now with the transgenders, uh, wrestlers and mixed martial arts and stuff fighting and feeling that us, I know I'm getting this all wrong, but someone that was male previously and they changed to a female, I don't I, I said transgender, but that's not right. I, I'm talking more like when a male transfer changes over to a female and then they go into female wrestling. And we've seen this now in professional things and stuff where all of a sudden they're pulling the gold medals and stuff first place and someone that uh, a girl that for her first three years of high school was in first place and now all of a sudden someone that changed their sex comes in and they take over. I don't believe the body. It, bodies are representative correctly physically to allow that to have to be a fair fight. I don't think it's right. But that's my opinion. I know it's completely wrong this day and age, but I've seen people get hurt badly because of it, and I don't think it's right. I That just irritates me. Now, there are girls like China that I'd let her back in the day before she passed she kicked the shit out of a lot of guys <laughs> but yeah i don't know 
that's just a hard thing to talk about, especially this day and age. I don't know how to describe my feelings towards it, but I just, it was just rubbed the wrong way when it, I read the first issue. Now the second issue comes out. Now the story's getting away. I wish it would have been represented a little bit of in the first issue because this is what I, this I can, I can get with this. I mean, this is more post-apocalyptic or layout style. Uh, you're taken to an island and you got to fight for your life type of thing uh, scenario then I have no problem with it. You got to do whatever you got to do. But we get deeper into the storyline about the girl and her mother who died in the wrestling match, and she happens to be given an, an option if she wants to somehow... Somehow have a necromancer, I believe he is, bring back her mother somehow, bring her back to life, which is, that never goes well. And if you're bringing back, someone back from the dead, things are going to go wrong. It's not meant to be. But you see what she gets for options for wrestling, wrestling program event, and we find out about an interesting little island that's got some wrestling organization of its own going on. Kind of like a UFC, like they bought that island when the COVID thing happened and stuff and got themselves all set up so they can basically run their organization out of that country. And that's the way to do it. Get yourself set up so you have it all in one area. and Then you can travel around to do other events and stuff like that. That is the, the way you should run a big organization if you have the opportunity to do something like that. But this is very interesting seeing uh, the daughter... And what she has to do to deal with uh, running into the entity that happened to have killed her mother in the ring. And you gotta read the story to see what's going on with everything. But some beautiful artwork in the back. And then, of course, questions and comments from fans and readers and... I like it. It's Daniel Warren Johnson, Mike Spicer. I knew I'd like it. I just, starting off hard with that depiction in the first issue was kind of pulled me away from that first issue. And then this one pulled me back in. So I'm ready to see where it takes us and go from there. Then we got some of my signed comics. I got Edgar Rice Burroughs, The Land That Time Forgot. This one was, well, I do have a little thing here. In 1916, at the height of World War I, the German U-boat U-33 
captured American shipbuilder Boyan Tyler, Liz LaRue, and the crew of a sunken British tugboat. When its compass was sabotaged, the U-33 drifted horribly off course, and after endearing an extended period of time, lost at sea, the submarine at last discovered land, the fabled lost continent of Caprona. Desperate to refine diesel for the sub's depleted fuel tanks, Captain Friedrich von Schoenvorts navigated through a perilous underwater tunnel to Caprona's interior, only to find that the island was remarkably inhabited by dinosaurs and a prehistoric civilization. After a series of incredible, remarkably in er, Incredible adventures, Bowen and Liz eventually escaped their prison out of time, wed, and lived the rest of their lives in Santa Monica, California, keeping secret the true details of their voyage and the exact location of the lost continent that the prehistoric residents called Caspic. That storyline was not given to me in in this comic i felt more like we have some new characters to this prehistoric land we have a prehistoric female that kind of saves their butts her name is sita we have some albino hairless alien type characters that are kind of working with some winged character and they got giant ants and pterodactyls that are doing all kinds of stuff to the humans and apparently some other Humans were here, and they kind of crossed paths. And it's also got some time travel crossovers, because we got like a daughter meeting her parents before she was born and all that. There's all kinds of weird things that happen throughout this, but yeah, it was part of the autograph pack of comics I got. It was very confusing because I did not know where it was going. And it was issue one and it's Kickstarter edition. But now that I read that synopsis thing, I just, that made more sense. But I did not, I didn't see any of that in there to represent that. So that was a very confusing storyline. I liked I would have liked to have seen more of of the pre-accident. What brought them there and all that stuff that would have helped highlight things for us more. Next up, we got Equilibrium. Equilibrium, number one. This one has one, two, three, four, five, six different signatures on it, it looks like. And it's Comic-Con exclusive. This is Half-Light 
the half light number one awakening this is kind of a world overrun by some organization that's controlling the people uh, giving them some type of happy pill or it's like they're controlling the masses with and not allowing any type of fighting, arguing, uh, death, destruction. Anything that happens, they have a group of characters that control all that. And, but yet, when they come in, what do they do? They just start shooting everybody. So, <laughs> it's like, you're trying to control a world and keep it civilized, and yet, the cops that are police, or the, poli the people that are policing the world are just the bullies, the high school bullies controlling everything again. The cops that have to fight with everybody else. Now we got Gunslinger Spawn number 10 from Image Comics. This one was a fun look at Gunslinger kind of like playing Spawn out. Uh, getting on Spawn's good side and just spending some time alone with each other and getting to get more of a handle on things so they can get their group off to doing what they need to do and they got to get some piece of holy some holy relic piece that they're off hunting down and uh The downfall about this is I'm loving all the spawn runs and stuff. But this says at the end to go into the Scorch number one. It's like, well, we're up to like issue 10 now or <laughs> 8 or something like that with Scorch. That's why these stories have me so confused. I'm just bouncing all over the place when I'd I thought since I was buying them in sequence that I'd be able to get an ongoing, nice, smooth, flowing story. But no, these stories are all over the place. I would have been smarter to trade it out because I'm seeing more characters now in these that are characters I've never seen before that I don't know if we're going to get more storylines. But then speaking of Spawn, we went to King Spawn number 12 from Image Comics. And here's more about the crown. They're fighting over this and getting more of the crown out. And while that's happening, this is when we're meeting more characters. And uh, it, we're dealing more with some of the angels that have fallen and the ones that are trying to corrupt Spawn into taking the throne taking the crown and we're getting deeper into that storyline and uh i don't know i'm liking the i'm still liking the gunslinger spawn run and not kind of getting bored with the rest <clears throat> they need to pick it up or put them together one or two next up we got moon white black white and blood number three this one is probably one of the best ones of the three 
mercenary Mark Spector died and was reborn in the shadow of Khonshu, the Egyptian god of the moon. Spectre became Moon Knight, the fist of Khonshu, to fight evil and protect those who travel at night across the past, present, and future. Moon Knight has gone through many phases, but his quest for justice, justice never wanes. Uh, the first story is Wrong Turn, where some uh, bank robbers just so happen to hop into the wrong taxi cab. And... We get to see the hilarity that ensues when you happen to catch a ride with Moon Knight. And they have a nice George Perez remembrance section in there. Then we got No Empty Sky. This story, we get a cult that Moon Knight ends up. trying to take down and gets introduced into some other stuff and we meet another character because of this cult that may be part of the future and then we got the astronauts story where we get a very interesting astronaut story of some people trying to mine the moon and yeah these were all enjoyable. I like this issue probably the best of the three so far. But I'm running out of time into this segment. I'll come back. I'll pop off the last couple comics. And then we'll jump into the MS portion right after this. Okay, let's finish off these last few comics quick. I ran over because of my whining at the beginning. <laughs> Pissing and moaning. All right, we got Pink Panther number one. Actually, two of the comics that I'm reviewing are both Pink Panther number one. One's a Comic-Con cover limited to 500 with a signature, and then the other one's got two signatures on it. But this is a nice little batch of short stories is from American Mythology. All these autographed ones were in American Mythology Productions set. We got 99 Pink Balloons, which is a kid's birthday party. <laughs> B-U-R-F-D-A-Y is how he'd say it. Uh, but yeah, you got a kid that you can't satisfy, and then finally the, the Pink Panther finally does something to get the kid to stop whining and saying things that the pink panther can't understand and he just got all kinds of goofy words coming out driving the pink panther crazy trying to make the kid happy just a spoiled little brat trying to get his way and we got the pink panther and Flyboy, which he's pink panther starving so he remembers of a time where a fly landed in his soup and he got a free meal. So you get a little fun little play on that style of storyline. Then we got the ant and the aardvark in Anticipation by Adrian Rapp. And this is where the aardvark is just set on eating some ants. And so happens that the ants are... 
doing something at the moment and got your out story to find out. Then we got the Pink Panther in Pink Hostage, where a bank robber just happens to end up with the Pink Panther hitchhiking and catching a ride with him after he robs the bank. And we get to see all the hilarious that happens and all the frustration that the Pink Panther causes the poor bank robber. <laughs> the poor bank robber. Uh, yeah. And then we got Pink Panther in Shell Shocked, which is a shell game. Little fun one page story. And you got lots of nice sketches in the back few pages. It's They got a sketchbook of a bunch of Pink Panther stuff, which is fun and enjoyable if you like looking at the art. Then there's a preview for number two, which has some interesting looking stuff that I want to check out. And now that I read this, I haven't read anything Pink Panther probably since I was like eight, eight years old or so, eight to 10 years old. So now after reading that, I'd like to read another one, read a few more of those because that was fun. And then we got stuck with, I mean, that was all part of that American mythology autograph set. And this is the last one. And it is the Three Stooges TV time special number one. And in here you get a few different stories. One where the Stooges are trying to sell some merch. And they get in some trouble with the cops. And you got to see how they get, how they make their way out of things and try and work it all out. It's just, they have run-ins with the cops, with bikers, with traffic issues, all kinds of things happen. And then, uh, Yeah, they deal with alligators and rainy beaches. <laughs> then we get the Three Stooges, A Sight to Behold. Which is a little story, quick little story about the moon, seeing the moon late at night. and Something happening with it. Then we got You Stooge, You Lose, which is... The Stooges competing against two other teams in a game show, a reality game show type contest. And then you get to see what happens and who wins along the way. And it deals with all kinds of things from slime to big balls to different mathematical challenges and stuff. Then we got the Three Stooges, the Big Wheel. Or they have to make do and adapt to not having the hand cart and you get to see what they come up with for a new idea. Then you got the Stooge on the Wall, which is a, a look at the Stooge Museum and you get a bunch of history there. Uh, advertising for Stooge of Palooza and a 
Reverend John, who's a stoogephile, I guess. Not even going to go there. And, uh, yeah, there's other things from fans in the back and stuff like that. It's just, it's the Stooges. I still, I don't know why these things are coming out so much and why they're so popular. I mean, it's great. If you love it, that's great. You got something to follow, but it's so old. I don't think any of the kids nowadays know who the Stooges are and, they have them on before Spinguli and stuff on Saturday nights on the Me TV, and I still can't get into watching them. They just, I used to watch them when I was a kid, but never really got into them, never really laughed that much, and they still bore me to death. But yeah, that's it for the comics. I can't keep going into the MS section now <clears throat> with any more comic stuff. So let's get to the MS portion of it. Uh, we did our Maven clad year two. Week one, what was it? Was it last week or the week before? I don't even remember. I think it's been two weeks now. Uh, we started that up, and in a couple of weeks, we'll be start doing our second week, second and final week. So we want to do any more medication for that after that week, and then we'll see what we're going to do after that down the road. But, yeah, it's... Basically, I ran with the Maven Clod. I uh, had tons of issues, tons of sickness, uh, constipation issues, nausea, pukiness, weakness, lots of more pain issues, uh, my spasticity, cramping, uh, joints locking up, seizing, all that stuff was amped way up after taking the medication uh still hasn't recovered that much i'm still having tons of problems at night and when i'm trying to sleep and during the day if i do something my hands just start curling up my fingers and stuff and my wrist and everything just seizes up the forearms lock up the elbow joints shoulder and just Legs, stomach, back, everything. Just all over muscles and joints are locking, seizing, curling, bending. Lots of severe pain. But when you're dealing with uh, maven clad, wiping out your system, they... I expect some things to amp up, but uh, they say to watch out for things like signs of the common cold, cold, upset stomach, headache, back pain, joint pain, trouble sleeping, all of which... I had issues with, except for headaches. I did have a few periods where it felt like someone was squeezing me on the side, on my temples, just squeezing my eyeballs were popping out. Had those at moments. Uh, Got to worry about 
rashes, hives, itching, red, swollen, blistered, or peeling skin. I did have my skin issues got more irritant, irritatingly uh, acting out more, uh, more burning, more itchy, more, more active, <laughs> I guess is what I can say. Uh, signs of infection, like fever, chills, very bad, sore throat, ear, sinus pain, cough, more sputum or change in color of sputum, uh, pain with passing urine, mouth sores, Wounds that will not heal. I had major dry mouth, but no weird mouth sores or anything like that. Uh, no ear sinus stuff, really. Just the irritant in the throat, I guess. Signs of bleeding, like throwing up or coughing up blood. Vomit that looks like coffee grounds. Blood in the urine, black, red, or tarry stools, bleeding from the gums, abnormal vaginal bleeding, bruises without a cause or that get bigger, or bleeding you cannot stop, feeling very tired or weak, definitely had that, uh, shortness of breath, big weight gain, swelling in the arms or legs, fast or abnormal heartbeat, and these are all side effects that you need to call your doctor about right away. <laughs> Signs of high blood pressure, liver problems, low mood, depression. And I can relate to some of those things. But yeah, it's week year two, week one is in the books. We're done with it. Don't have to worry about it. I'll get the year two, week five over with, hopefully soon. And then we just got to see what happens with our numbers. Watch to see how they come back. See if they recover as well as we hope. Uh, let's see. I was trying to get the actual side, the main side effects. It's like serious, serious infections such as T tuberculosis, TB, or actually I believe it's tuberculosis or whatever. Hepatitis B or C, shingles, herpes foster, which I got my shingles shot a couple months before the Maven Cloud to get that out of the way, just to protect my ass. Uh, fatal cases of TB and hepatitis have happened with cladribine during clinical studies. Uh, if any of the symptoms get worse, including fever, aching, painful muscles, headache, feeling of being generally unwell, loss of appetite, burning, tingling, numbness, or itchiness of the skin in the affected area, skin blotches, blister reactions, severe pain, uh, you should get a hold of your healthcare provider right away. And I'm not a doctor, so you should be talking to them about this anyways. I'm just 
going over it, PML, which is the rare brain infection that usually leads to death or severe disability. It's always got to worry about that damn thing. Uh, they say symptoms of PML. Uh, although PML has not been seen in MS patients, taken maven cod, it may happen in people with weakened immune systems. Symptoms of PML get worse over days to weeks. Call your healthcare provider right away if you have any new or worsening neurological sign, neurologic signs or symptoms of PML that have lasted several days, including weakness on one side of the body, loss of coordination in your arms and legs, decreased strength, problems with balance, Changes in your vision, changes in your thinking or memory, confusion, changes in your personality. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. This dry throat has been driving me nuts since I've been on this medication. I was just hoping that it would wean off a little bit after I stopped the five after I got done with the five days of pills. But no, it's just it's still hanging there. Uh yeah, it's like weakness on one side of the body. I had that one of the days I had where my whole left side of my face, my left side of my neck, down my arm, my leg and stuff. I was having all kinds of problems one day. I didn't realize this. I should have been paying more attention to that, I guess. I know I've talked about this over and over, but. My brain doesn't process anything, hold on to it, so. And loss of coordination in your arms and legs, I was dealing with more weakness and loss of gait issues and stuff that I talked about where I was weaker, so decreased strength, problems with balance, which I had. Vision, I only had one period of vision issues. Now he's got thinking, memory, and confusion problems. Then liver problems may maven cloud may cause liver problems. Your healthcare provider should do blood tests to check your liver before starting taking maven cloud. Nausea. If you have any of the following symptoms, call your healthcare provider right away. Nausea, vomiting, stomach pain, tiredness, loss of appetite. I had nausea, vomiting, tiredness. Your skin or the whites of your eyes turn yellow and dark urine. So I didn't have those. So. And hypersensitivities to maven clod can cause serious allergic reactions. So if you have any symptoms of an allergic reaction like skin rash, swelling, or itching in the face, lips, tongue, or throat, or trouble breathing, you should see a doctor right away or get to the emergency room, which, uh, damn it, I should pay attention to this more because my wife can vouch for me and was telling her, it's like I got these itches on my face I can't get rid of. It's just, they won't go away. I can't reach them. They're just, it was in places that were problem, having problems getting to, but I didn't have trouble breathing with it. I don't know. Then heart failure, of course, which 
I worry about because my numbers are just ridiculously low again. I mean, I think the worst I hit was 80s. You know, I think it was high. I think it was like 78 or 79 over like 46 or something like that for my blood pressure. And it's like, that's not right. Not for me, if I'm supposedly a person with high blood pressure, why are these numbers coming out? And yeah, that's about it for Maven Cloud. We'll let you know about how the final week goes, and I'll probably do that just like I did with the first week and do it on YouTube so you can see me taking the medication and see what and i'll talk about whatever i'm going through with it that time what are these on dan cetron tablets that i was given and i don't even know why <laughs> i gotta figure this out gotta read the paperwork to see uh brand name is zofran used to treat or prevent upset stomach and throwing out okay so that was for my nausea and pukiness stuff take with or without food if you take this drug on or i don't take it on a regular basis i only take it while i'm having issues with the maven clod uh, chest pain, tightness, dizziness, trouble passing urine, abnormal heartbeat, uh, a severe and sometimes deadly problem called serotonin syndrome may happen. The risk may be greater if you also take certain other drugs. Call your doctor right away if you have agitation, change in balance. Confusion, hallucinations, fever, fast or normal, abnormal heartbeat, flushing, muscle twitching or stiffness, seizures, shivering and shaking, sweating a lot, severe diarrhea, upset stomach or throwing up, and very bad head or very bad headache. Uh, this drug may make it harder to see the signs of a bowel block in people. Who have had surgery in the stomach area or upset stomach and throwing up after chemo. Some other side effects are headache, feeling tired or weak, diarrhea or constipation. I love it. They're just covering every freaking base. You're going to either have the shits or not be able to shit. You're going to be either, either tired or not tired. <laughs> Uh, sleepy, anxiety, I, a lot of these things I had, so it's hard to tell what issues came from what medication. It's like when you take so many freaking medications at one time, it's like there's no, no way out, no way to recover from the shit. Uh, let's just do a rundown of some supposedly wonderful exercises that'll rock your body that'll give you basically benefits for overall body health 
I don't need to explain most of these. You can look them up if you don't know how to do them. Like lunges, basically standing. Your hands on your hips and just bending down one knee to the ground and the other one at like a 45 degree angle. Push-ups, you can do them however, standard or on your knees or like I've been doing. I love doing them on the stairs because I can do a regular push-up on the stairs and not have the stress of trying to do it on flat on the ground and I can at least get him completed and do 10 at a time. At least it's a little something, a little something, something. Got squats, just bending your butt down. I mean, this is something simple that you can do at work. It's like stand up from your chair every now and then just squat down until just before your butt touches the chair and stand back up. Standing overhead dumbbell presses, and that's just stand up and have yourself a set of dumbbells and just raise them up over your head. It's uh, you can use dumbbells, you can use little pails with some weights in them or some dirt or whatever to weigh them down. You could grab two equally heavy heavy books or something something like that I ain't, anything you don't need to have dumbbells you can find other things that you can use for the weights uh, dumbbell rows where you're just knees are slightly bent and you're slightly bent at your waist and you're just pulling the weights or the dumbbells basically up until your arms are like 45 degree angle on your sides and then back down just like you're punching out it's single leg dead dead lifts i mean now they're getting a little more fancy with the things but you hold the weights with your arms straight down and then you just bend your body forward and lift one leg behind you straight out and just lift it straight up to about a 45 degree angle from your other leg or 90 degree angle, sorry, not 45. Then burpees, which are annoying basketball things. We always had to do that, these things for. You basically start with your hands touching, standing upright, and then just drop down, kind of push up for them, kick your legs back, bring them back forward to you to your knees up to your chest and then stand up again and hop up in the air a little bit and then come down and do it all again and just side planks where you're on your side just kind of lifting your hips and you got one elbow on the mat and your one foot on the mat and you're just kind of lifting your hips up in the air with your arm other arm up in the air straight up but then planks, they got a different version of planks than I know. Planks, I know you're just basically holding up upright push-up position. You're just holding that position. But this, this one they're kind of doing with your hands on the ground, your knees on the ground. You're just lifting your knees up until your legs are straight and then bringing them back down to the ground. I've never seen that version before. And then the glute bridge, 
which we got another name for it, but I can't think of it at the moment. But you lay with your back flat with your arms at your sides and your feet flat on the floor and just lift your buttocks. Lift the buttocks up off the ground. That's all you got to do. And then back down to the ground. And see if they... You can work all those different muscles in your body between all those workouts and get all the stuff you need for a full physical body workout. Uh, There's a big link between the Epstein-Barr virus and multiple sclerosis, which we've been hearing about. People are all excited about hearing that they have a link between things, but it doesn't mean nothing. It just means that a good variety of people with MS have had had the Epstein-Barr virus, and it's they also have MS. It's not like it's anything that's curing us. We're not getting any benefit from it yet that I know of. I haven't heard nothing good. Um, the cause of multiple sclerosis is unknown, but the Epstein-Barr virus, a herpes virus that can cause mononucleosis, and is spread through bodily fluids like saliva, has long been thought to be a likely suspect. Establishing a casual relationship, however, has been difficult because Epstein-Barr infects about 95% of adults in the U.S., while MS affects 0.2% of the population. In addition, MS symptoms don't usually appear until 10 years after an Epstein-Barr infection it's like that's just it's too willy-nilly for me i mean so basically 95 percent of the populations has has the epstein bar virus and so you're saying there's a link to that in the ms because probably everybody that has ms has had epstein bar virus and that that's how you're linking it i don't understand what's really giving them the benefits from it uh, to find out if there's a link researchers analyze data from more than 10 million military recruits over 20 years every two years the scientists took blood samples to see whether the soldiers had been affected with the Epstein-Barr virus and to assess the relationship between the infection and MS onset during the period of active duty. They discovered that the risk of MS increased 32-fold after the infection with the Epstein-Barr virus was unchanged after infection with the other viruses. Levels of certain biomarkers associated with nerve degeneration, typical in MS, increased only after the Epstein-Barr infection. These findings cannot be explained by any known risk factor for MS and suggest and suggest that the Epstein-Barr virus is the leading cause of MS, the researchers wrote. The delay between, yeah, they don't know it. It's just more guesswork is all it is, and people are all excited thinking that, hey, we found out some more information. No, it's not anything that's really benefiting us to this day yet, so... I'm keeping my fingers crossed, hoping they actually get some real answers. But we're out of time, so be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. 
rate, review, tell a friend, and we'll get back to you again soon.